Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Warning. Magbawo ng pasensya dahil masyadong feelingera ang tita nyo sa episode na ito. This episode is sponsored by Shopback. You shop back before you shop and get cash back in over, teka lang ah, 500. 500 online partner stores. So download the app using our link, may link kang tita nyo, app.shopback.com slash talks. Register and get real cash for each and every transaction you make online. At ito ang nakakaloka, okay? The best part about Shopback is that users get to enjoy exclusive discounts and or voucher codes on top of the cashback. So you get double your savings when you shop with Shopback. And did I mention na 500 yung online partner stores nila like Food Panda, Nike, AliExpress, Booking.com, Agoda, Watson, Zenrooms, Adidas. Just ko Lord, 500, hindi ko kaya ubusin. <laughs> so go ahead and download the app, register and get real cash. Use Shop back mga tita all right and thank you again shop back for sponsoring this episode next the man shop back thank you shop back hey there welcome to tita talks where we talk about k drama And where the host is very sorry <laughs> sa super delayed na full review na ito. I know, I know, ang tagal. Ang tagal ko bago siya inalabas. Pero ito na, ito na talaga. And believe me, I do have a valid reason, an acceptable reason, ika nga ni Papa P, kung bakit ang tagal ko bago na i-upload itong episode na ito. But anyway, if you are new here, welcome to Tita Talks, where sometimes if I am watching an ongoing series, I do a halftime review, then a full review. Kaya nga, hindi ko talaga pwedeng patagalin pa, kasi ang tagal na, actually. March, March uh, 1? Kailan ko ba? First week ng March ko pa ata in-upload yung first half or yung halftime review for this series. So, if it's a 16-episode series, kung baguhan ka dito sa Tita Talks, if it's a 16-episode series, which is very common sa mga k-drama, um, after the 8th episode, I do a halftime review, which basically, sinasabi ko lang dun kung ano yung mga initial thoughts ko sa series, and yung mga predictions ko na never naman tumama. 
Well, sometimes, tumatama naman yung predictions ko. Magaling lang ako mag-predict sa mga Pinoy teleserye. Sa K-drama, medyo sumasablay ako ng konte. But anyway, yun. Sinasabi ko yung mga initial thoughts ko, predictions, and mga inaabangan ko sa series. And once it's done, once the series is over, then that's the time I do a full time, a full review of it. But normally, ang ginagawa ko talaga, it's after I give you a week para makakatch up sa series or sa finale or para matapos yung series. Para pag nagkwento ako, free na ako magkwento ng may mga spoilers kasi hirap na hirap na hirap po ako magkwento ng walang spoilers. Kaya nga, eto, binigyan ko na kayo ng anim na buwan. Charot. <laughs> Pero may rason talaga ako kung bakit napakatagal bago ko na i-upload itong full review. But anyway, before we move on, I would just like to say if you want, you can also follow me on my social media accounts on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash podcast and on Instagram and saan pa ba? <laughs> Nakalimutan ko. Twitter. Yun, Twitter. It's at Talks Tita. And also, please don't forget to click the follow button sa Spotify, sa Apple Podcasts, sa Google Cast, kung saan mo man pinapakinggan itong podcast because sometimes nag-upload ako ng mga bonus-bonus episode. So, pag mga ganun, minsan nakakalimutan ko nang sabihin sa inyo on any of my social media accounts. So, just click on the follow para updated ka once meron man akong i-upload mapapakinggan mo kagad. Alright? Alright, so, eto na nga. This is a very delayed full review, but it's finally here. We're finally talking about one of the series na naging highlight talaga ng taong ito. And I'm talking about the hit series, Itaewon Class. I can fly the sky. Feeling ko talaga pag mag-organize ako ng rally in the future for whatever reason na pag-trip-trip ko lang, feeling ko yung kantang yan ng Gao, which is start over. Feeling ko, iyan yung magiging theme song ng rally. Iyan yung ipapatugtog nila pag nasa stage, nag-express ako ng emotions ko, nakikipaglaban ako for whatever cause. <laughs> Ang tindi, ang tindi ng song na yan na parang pag napapakinggan ko siya, parang gusto ko maglinis ng bahay, gusto ko makipagsuntukan. Napaka-encouraging. Which is very perfect for the series. Talaga namang tumatak talaga yung, yung song na yan. And we'll talk about the OST later on na, okay? Kasi, 
like the usual whenever I do a review of a series I always go and talk about the details of it which is parang na-realize ko it's a way for me to also um, test my reading skills parang ganun nangyari <laughs> Anyway, well, let's go ahead and talk about the series. So, Itaewon Class is a 2020 South Korean television series which is based on a webtoon by Gwang Jin. And it stars Park Seo-joon, my husband. Charot. <laughs> Ay, nako, napaka-feelingera. Anyway, Kim Dami, Yo Jae-myung, and Kwon Nara. And the series aired on JTBC from January 31 to March 21, 2020. So this is a six month, a six months na delayed. <laughs> anyway, the series is also available on Netflix for us na mga international viewers or international fans. It's available. Now, according to Wikipedia, Itaewon Class tells the story of ex-convict Park Saroy played by Park Sojun, whose life has been turned upside down after he gets expelled from school for punching a bully and his father is killed in an accident. Following his father's steps, he opens his bar restaurant, Dan Bam, or Honey Night, in Itaewon, alongside his manager, Jo Yes... Yesio? Yesho. name Yesio. Anyway, alam nyo na. And his staff, um, he strives towards success and reaching greater heights while battling against a food conglomerate. Diba? Sa synopsis pa lang, na, mapanakit na talaga yung series. <laughs> and I think na-mention ko ito ng halftime review. Talagang parang unang sentence pa lang na yung buhay niya upside down, expelled sa school, namatay yung tatay. Parang, whoo! Alam mo na kagad na iiyak ka talaga sa series na to. <laughs> At hindi naman tayo nagkamali. Talagang umiyak tayo. Anyway, as I've mentioned, the series also stars Yu Jae-myung or popularly known as the Tatay of Dong Ryong sa series na Reply 1988. He plays the role as Jang Dae-hee who is the CEO of food company Jangga Group and Kwon Nara as Osoa, head of the strategic planning team ng Janga Group, and also Seroy's uh, former classmate and first love. So that's just some of the main cast. There's so many more other cast there and special appearances. So i-google nyo na lang, okay? <laughs> anyway, the series also includes pagkarami-raming songs na part ng OST ayoko namang bilang on air so tingnan nyo na rin lang yon. but the one that I played earlier which is Start Over is part of the OST that was sang by Gaho singer siya di ba? hindi na siya band yeah I think so anyway um, what else do you need to know? So the series, as I've mentioned, it's one of the highlight of this year. It actually has an average of 11.83% according to AGB Nielsen. That's nationwide and 12.95% according to Seoul. So it's actually part of the top 10 highest um, rated K-drama series in cable television. So, pang ilan ba siya? Pang, pang pito as of this moment. So, 
ang taas talaga ng rating ng series nito and may rason may rason kung bakit yon napakataas um the series garnered so many nominations during the 56 big sang art awards kung saan nanalo naman si Kim Dami as the best new actress pero yung jowa ko hindi nanalo <laughs> okay lang <laughs> anyway Anyway, so yeah, that's all that you need to know, I guess. The series is again 16 episodes and yeah, that's it. Alright, so let's talk about the series, okay? Definitely the biggest strength ng series na to is yung underdog revenge story. Yun talaga. Yun yung pinakamatinding panlaban nila. And hindi ako magtataka kung every Filipino K-drama fan would say that Itaewon class is one of their favorite. Kasi nga, we love the underdog story. I mean, siguro, kasi nga, dahil in the, sa history natin, we have been colonized. We were technically the underdog for how many centuries? Diba? From the Spaniards to the Americans to the Japanese, diba? Ilang beses na tayong na-colonize and we were always, we were portrayed the underdogs kasi nga, tayo yung inaapi, tayo yung kinocolonize. So, I guess because of that, I don't know, hindi ako <laughs> sociologist, but I guess dahil siguro doon, kaya medyo we love the underdog story. Actually, hindi medyo. We really love the underdog story and we have seen so many effects of that. Ilang politicians ang nanalo not because of their platforms, not because of what they of their track record or their performance, but because of their underdog story. Ganun. PBB, di ba? Ilang winners ng PBB ang nanalo because of their underdog story. So, hindi ako magtataka talaga kung every Filipino K-drama fan would say that Itaewon class is one of their top, at least top 10, kumbaga, top 10 best K-drama series of all time. Parang ganun. Anyway, so yun, yun nga. The story itself is so good. As in, who doesn't love the good versus bad underdog story? And the... The thing that I also love about the series is that it doesn't really just focus on the revenge na paghihiganti ni Park Seroy dito. Hindi lang siya doon nag-focus na parang nakalimutan mo ng lahat, na parang yung mga kasama niya sa Danba, yung mga kakilala niya, yung friends niya, they were just like parang background kasi siya nakafocus sa kanya lang and sa paghihiganti niya. No, there were other side stories and the good thing about it is that the side stories are not just parang gawagawa lang ng mga love story or nagkikaos lang din na parang gano'n na mahirap. There were side, yung side stories ng, ng Itaewon class were also tackling social um, issues. Diba? Yung parang there's the supporting cast na palagi ko pa rin naaalala as the best friend ni Kim Bokjo sa weightlifting. Um, siya naman dito sa series plays the role na trans, diba? Trans woman siya sa series na to. So, that's another issue na tinatackle. Then, they have the biracial character, si Tony. So, ang daming issues na side um, social issues na tinackle din dito sa series na to. So, that's the difference between this Itaewon class over the other revenge themed series. Kasi dun sa mga napanood na natin na revenge theme series, 
yung focus lang talaga ng kwento is yung paghihiganti ng bida sa kalaban. Yung paano siya babangon, paano niya dudurugin at pap- mapapat... Ano yung sabi niya, no? <laughs> ni Jody? Nitikman yung batas ng ape. Diba? Hindi lang siya doon. Marami siyang social relevance, uh, social issues. Tama ba? Ano ba tamang English? Basta, yung mga issues na yon So, LGBT, biracial, corruption, which technically is very common. But yeah, of course, it's something na tinakal din dito sa series na to. So, ang dami, ang, ang gaganda yung relationship ng pamilya, na may mga illegitimate children, um, mental issue, mental health issues, uh, ano pa ba, bullying, ano pa ba. Ang dami, ang daming pinag-usapan dito. And the good thing is that, kahit na marami kang maliliit na stories, marami kang maliliit na mga social issues na tinakal, hindi pa rin nawala ng focus yung series. The series still, at the end, is still, a, technically still about the paghihigante ni Park, nung karakter ni Park Sojun dito. So, hindi siya na lost, kumbaga, na, na parang naging masyado na tayong focus sa LGBT, for example. Hindi siya, hindi siya naging ganon, hindi siya naging nasway Although, of course, yun nga, merong mga, misa na-highlight yung episode because they were tackling the issue nung na-discover na na-trans si yung chef niya. And yun, although may mga ganung eksena, it still did not lose focus. Kasi at the end of the day, pag sinamarize natin ito, it would still be a series all about the paghihigante ng karakter ni Park Sojun. So, that's a good thing for me kasi you did not lose focus on the main story. Main story arc. Parang ganun. Kasi may mga ganun eh. May, na, may isang may nalulos na parang, oy, teka lang, hindi yan yung kwentong sinimulan natin. Hindi yan yung sinainapan ko na kwento. <laughs> parang ganun. Anyway, so yun, definitely the story, the, that's the um, um, number one strength ng series na to. And masabi ko lang ah, yung mga writers ng JTBC, parang mga ano, mga shareholders ng change.org yung mga ra- nagrarally every week mga Gina G and I love it, I really love it kasi talagang we deserve series like Sky Castle, A Taiwan Class that talks about the issues na talagang yung iba takot, diba? Takot na magpag-usapan yung mga ganitong topic and yun, yun yung nag- parang lahat sa JTBC parang yun yung agenda nilang ngayong taon <laughs> magmula nung nilabas nilang Sky Castle parang yun na yung naging ano nila, strength dun talaga sila magaling eh, sa mga ganitong type of series but anyway, alright, so what else um, I also of course love the villains no, well, wait, wait, wait <laughs> let me clarify that, inis na inis talaga ako dun sa kay ano <laughs> sa karakter ni Jang, yung Jang Kyun Won yung kalaban ni ano ni Park Saroy dito, yung bully Buisit na buisit talaga ako. Kasi talagang nanonood ako na itong series na to May kasama akong, may katabi akong blood pressure monitor. <laughs> Echos. <laughs> Kasi nga, nakakataas ng dugo, ng blood pressure talaga. Yung, yung, ko, yung ngiti pa lang ni Kuya. Umuwi ka lang ng Pilipinas. Upo. <laughs> ganun. Ganun ang kakigil. Pero, I always say that 
para talaga lumutang ang bida mo, para mas lalong na-highlight yung bida mo, kailangan talaga magaling din yung ano eh, yung kontrabida mo. Pag ganito mga type of series, lalo yung mga drama or revenge, kailangan talaga magaling din yung kontrabida mo. And that's one thing that I also love about the series. Kasi yung mag-ama, yung mga mag-amang yun, ang kasosyo na ata ni Satanas, shareholder sa empyerno, parang ang busit talaga, nakakainis. And ang kagandahan pa ng series na to, hindi lang siya yung talagang may inis ka sa kanilang dalawa kasi medyo yung puso mo, yung heartstrings mo, talaga parang maano din eh. Kasi yung relationship ng mag-ama, pinag-usapan din sa series. And yung pagtatraidor na ginawa nila sa isa't isa, yung parang minsan mapapaano na lang ako eh, nung pinapanood ko yung series, parang parang gusto kong maawa sa kanila, pero naalala ko na may stockholders sila sa empyerno, sa sobrang sama, na parang ganun, ayoko na. Parang, hindi, hindi, hindi. Hindi, huwag ka magpatalo. Masama yan, makakalaban yan. Parang ganun. <laughs> Kailangan kong i-remind yung sarili ko kasi ganun kaganda yung pagkakaplay ng story nilang dalawa, nung mag-ama. Pero ang galing. Ang galing nung characters nila. Itong si, ano, yung, yung si Anne Boyon, yung kalaban, yung bully, hindi ko alam kasi sobrang powerful, sobrang effective niya sa character niya, as karak- yung character na si Jang Gyun Won. Sa sobrang effective niya as the villain, parang ang kahit na nag-guest siya sa mga uh, variety shows, parang gigil pa rin ako sa kanya. <laughs> Ewan ko. Feeling ko, kailangan niya, ang susunod niyang role, dapat talaga either comedic or siya naman yung nakakaawa. Parang ganun. Para naman, ma- wala talaga sa kanya yung image na kontrabida. Kasi ang galing niya. Ang galing-galing niya. Yung tatay naman ni Dong Ryong, na si CEO dito, si CEO Yo, Parang nung pinapanood ko siya, parang yes, convinced ako na masama siya. Pero kasi nga sa sobrang ganda ng Reply 1988, ang hirap, ang hirap ikumawala or maalis sa, im- sa utak ko yung image niya habang inahabol niya yung mga bata. <laughs> Kasi so, diba, nung inahabol niya yung mga, yung anak niya at yung mga sinaano, dokso na nung sa ano sa camp ba yun na may stick siya talagang hindi mawala sa isip ko na yun ewan ko <laughs> tagal ko nang pinanood ng Reply 1980 naalala ko pa rin siya but anyway dito talaga sa series ito super sama niya kasi doon sa Stranger or sa Secret Forest kung napanood niyo na medyo kalaban din siya ng slight but then hindi siya yung ganito kasama na talagang until the end nakakabwisit si kuya mo. But anyway, they played really, really well. Yung characters nila, yung mag-amang yan. Diyos ko, Lord, nakakabwisit. As in talagang inis na inis ako. <laughs> Amang pinapanood ko silang dalawa. And yun, um, that's one thing that I also love kasi napaka-effective nila and dahil sa sobrang effective nila sobra kang naawa kay Park Sojun dito and dahil nga dun syempre mas lalong minahal mo yung character at mas lalo mong inasam na manalo yung kabutihan versus kasamaan and also mas naging worth it 
yung paghihirap ni Park Sojun dito, yung karakter niya, yung paghihirap niya, yung mga sakripisyo niya para marating yung mga narating niya sa series, di ba? Ang bongga lang kasi, di ba? Af- akala mo talaga siya lang yung parang tambay na walang tip, hindi siya nakapagtapos ng high school. Tapos wala na siyang magulang, ulila na siya technically. Tapos, di ba, parang nakulong pa siya, may record siya. So, ang dami niyang pinagdaanan na paghihirap. Tapos, at the end of it all, na-achieve niya yung mga pangarap niya. Sana all. <laughs> Sana all talaga. Pero, alam niyo, kahit hindi man tayo maging kasing yaman ni Park Saroy sa series na to, sa end ng Itaewon class, pwedeng-pwede naman tayong makakuha ng cashback sa mga online purchases natin using Shopback. So before kang bumili ng mga online purchases mo, please download Shopback first kasi sayang. And I'm not just talking about 1, 2, 3, 4 stores or even 10. I'm talking about 500 online partner stores. 500 lang naman. And tinitingnan ko kanina yung mga stores associated sa kanila. Parang anything that you do or any purchases you do online, parang may option ka lagi na may cashback ka. Like for example, kung nagkikrave ka ng food or milk tea at order ka sa Food Panda, may cashback doon. Kailangan ba ni Mister ng bagong sapatos like Adidas or Nike? Meron din cashback doon. So, oh my gosh. Shopback, nasaan ka ng mga panahon na kailangan kita at nasa Pilipinas ako. Parang gusto ko umuwi ng Pilipinas para lang sa Shopback. So, ang the best part pa kasi ng Shopback, hindi lang talaga siya yung parang may makukuha kang cashback. Meron pa silang ino-offer ng mga discounts, exclusive discounts, voucher codes, on top ng mga cashback. Isipin mo yun. And transferable pa yung cashback mo to your bank account, GCash, or PayPal. So, ang bilis. It's, redemption is easy and hassle-free. So, don't forget to download the app using the link na ilalagay ko sa description. Mag-register ka and get the real cash for each and every transaction you do or you make online. Kasi alam ko naman na hindi mo mapigilan. na bumili ng milk tea, mag-order sa Zalora, mag-ano pa ba, bumili sa Watsons. So, alam kong hindi mo rin mapipigilang gumasto. So, why not be wise with your money and get some cash back using Shopback, di ba? Shopback, nasaan ka talaga ng mga kailangan kita? Nung umu-order ako ng super tindi. At pati, alam mo, pati yung ano online purchases mo ng pagbubuk mo, like bookings.com or sa mga airlines, meron din sila. Like, nakakaloka kayo shopback. Lahat na lang. Anyway, so yun, ilalagay ko yung link para makapag-download kayo ng shopback sa aking description sa episode na ito. Alright? Okay. Naloka ako sa shopback. Balik tayo, balik tayo. Okay. Now, I know that the story is a bit predictable because it's a revenge series. So, alam na natin na mang- mananalo talaga yung bida at the end of ito. <laughs> diba? Makakamit niya yung mustisya or yung paghihiganti na inaasam niya. But the thing that surprised me talaga was the love story ng character ni Park Sojun dito. Oh my God. 
at the start, nung halftime review ko, sinabi ko talaga na parang, ah, nalungkot ako kasi feeling ko si yung karakter ni Kwon Nara, yung magiging, and ka, makakatuluyan ni Park Sojun dito kasi napaka-determine niya eh. Napaka-focus niyang tao na pag nagustuhan ka niya, ikaw na hanggang sa dulo. Parang ganun yung naging tingin ko sa kanya nung first half ng series na kahit na diba na kahit na medyo ayaw pa ni ate well technically hindi naman talaga umayaw si ate eh. parang may parang emu silang dalawa na parang meron lang situation si ate kaya hindi siya fully committed kay Park Soroy pero diba parang wala kang walang problema sa kanila walang issue wala silang pinagdadaanan na issue okay silang dalawa eh kaya nga ang nung halftime review sinabi ko talaga na parang ay okay feeling ko kahit gusto ko na yung character ni Kim Dami yung uh, maging makatuluyan niya dito parang feeling ko si yung character naman ni Kwon Nara si Osoa siya pa rin talaga yung makik- makakatuluyan kasi parang yun yung nakasetup eh tapos may age difference tapos hindi, yun nga, yung si Park Seroy, masyado siyang focus din sa para maiaho ni yung Dan Bam na hindi niya naiisip na magkaroon pa ng iba pang gusto or parang ganun, wala sa isip niya. Masyado siyang focus sa, kar- sa goal niya, which is yung nga, maipagiganti yung tatay niya dun sa kay COU. So, parang out of nowhere, biglang, huh? Walang hiya, sila nagkatuluyan. <laughs> Kasi talaga iniisip ko na ano lang siya, ah okay, baka sa end nito eh si ate mo parang makahanap din siya finally ng something na mag- magiging perfect sa kanya. Kasi napaka-strong ng karakter ni ano dito, si ni Kim Dami, napaka-strong. Um, hindi ko alam kung so- sociopath ata siya dito eh. So diba, yung pagiging sociopath niya, isa din yung sa mga issues na parang pinagtalunan din nila ni Park Seroy nung nagsisimula pa lang silang dalawa, nagkakakilalan pa rin sila parang talagang out of nowhere but somehow, in my heart I was actually rooting for them kasi, I don't know na parang feeling ko kasi talaga nung una, parang hindi ko bet na yung makatuluyan niya, yung first love niya na parang hindi rin talaga kaya mag-fully commit sa kanya. So parang hindi naman siya worth it. Parang ang dating talaga siya sa akin. Parang yung naging situation ni Doc Suna sa Reply 1988. Diba? Na parang si Kuya mo, si Takey, super dedicated talagang vocal sa ano niya. Hindi siya nagpaligoy-ligoy. Na kahit nang gusto mo man makatuluyan niya yung isa, si Jongpal, parang okay lang na si Takey. Kasi talagang at parang alam mo naman na talaga siya ang deserving. And that's how somehow I felt dun sa karakter ni Kim Dami dito na parang deserve niya ito eh. Deserve niya mahalin siya ni Park Seroy. Deserve niya. Mas deserving siya kasi she was there. She was there from the very start. Well, not from the very start. But I mean, nandun siya sa likod ni Park Seroy habang ginag... parang habang nagsisimula pa lang siya sa Danbam habang sinisimulan pa lang niyang i-achieve yung goal niya, nandun siya. And yung part na yun na nasaksihan niya yung ups and down ng, ng dambam, yun yung something na talagang parang nasabi ko, ah, mas deserve niya te. Mas deserve. And I was really happy nung biglang, oh my gosh, sila talagang magkakatuluyan. Nung 
mga episode 60 na kinakabahan pa rin ako na baka para ko baka magbago ng isip si kuya mo pero hindi hindi talaga eh <laughs> yun that was the biggest surprise or the biggest twist na talaga namang nagustuhan ko I love that <laughs> pinapaba hinahayaan ka na kita Park Sojun charot <laughs> Ay, nako. Um, what else? Uh, love story twist. Ano pa ba? Actually, yung character ni, ano, ni Kim Dami, si Jo Yesyo. Yesyo? Yes. Basta yun. Yun ang yun si ate mo. I really like her. And he, well, siguro, kung in real life, makakaanap ka ng katulad niya, na sociopath. Yun nga, kung sa atin, ang tawag natin yung mga brat, patrit, bratinela, um, Yeah, ano ba pang tawag natin doon sa mga katulad niya? Anyway, siguro in real life, kung makahanap ka ng katulad nun, masakit sa ulo. Pero pagdating sa k-drama, parang I, it's a breath of fresh air na yung babae, hindi lang siya yung timid. Which is why, siguro yun yung reason kung bakit mas gusto ko siya over sa karakter ni, ni Konara dito. Kasi yung karakter ni Konara, napaka-typical na timid, um pahinhin pero nasa ila, sa loob yung kulo na parang ganun yung yung naging dating sa akin nung character ni Kuanara eh, personal lang yun personal <laughs> anyway so i i also love her character her interaction her growth yung character development niya i love it i love it <laughs> iba din eh so magkakahilera talaga din sila ni na ano ni Komunyong, ni Manuel. And, uh, ang ganda. <laughs> Nagugustuhan ko yung mga ganyang characters kasi nga, it's a breath of fresh air. Anyway, um, also, I love how Itaewon, tama ba po ko? Itaewon or something. Basta mamili na lang kayo doon. I love how the series was able to show the beautiful nightlife or the beautiful place or part ng Korea which is actually nangihinayang talaga ako kasi nung pumunta kami ng kapatid ko, hindi yun napuntahan namin kasi sobrang layo from where we were staying. So, medyo tipid din lang yung lakad namin kasi we were only in Korea for 8 days? 8 days, 7? Parang ganun. Halos 7 days lang talaga actually. And sa 7 days na yun, talagang fully book kami sa kuan. Umuwi kami na parang na, para kaming hinasing, sakit ng paa, sakit ng likod. <laughs> parang ganun. So, ang ganda kasi it was eto yung gusto ko talaga ma-achieve din ng Pinoy teleserye. Yung parang mag-shoot sila sa isang lugar, sa isang probinsya and ma-showcase yung ganda ng probinsya kasi kayang-kaya natin to eh. Kayang-kaya natin itong lugar na to. Or kahit sa Maynila, let's say, mag-shoot sila somewhere in um, saan ba yung mga sa Manila, for example. Siguro hindi sa Manila Bay kasi <laughs> Dolomite. Anyway, just kaya ako maging ano, political. Anyway, yun na nga. So, yun yung isa din sa mga maganda sa Itaewon class kasi na-showcase nila yung ganda nung Itaewon area using, dahil sa series na to, doon nila napakita yung ganda ng nightlife, yung mga kainan, yung inuman, yung mga um, yung mga mismong mga designs or mga buildings. Ang ganda. Ang ganda mag-picture doon. Anyway, <laughs> naiingit na naman ako. 
<laughs> anyway, all right. So, um, what else? Siguro yung OST, ilalagay ko siya sa middle ng like and dislike. Kasi, yung OST ng series na to, the songs, kung papuntahan nyo sa, for example, sa Spotify, papakinggan nyo, or hanapin nyo yung playlist. Kasi may mga gumagamawa ng playlist ng mga songs na part ng Itaewon Class uh, series. So, yung mga songs individually are good. Magaganda yung songs. I don't know, but for some reason, yung start over lang ni Gaho, yun lang yung talagang tumatak sa utak ko na song. So for me, if ever na marinig ko yung start over, I would always remember Itaewon Class. And if I, w- someone would mention Itaewon Class, the song na start over would always play in my head. Habang kinikwento ko yung series. So, napaka-associated nila sa isa't isa. They were, it was a, such a strong song. Maybe because it was beautifully placed on the scenes na talagang napakaganda ng nangyayari sa karakter ni Park Sojun. Talagang nakaka... Yung lamang siya sa kontrabida. Yun yung mga kung saan nilalagay yung song. So, I guess dahil doon, associated mo na siya sa series and masyadong malakas yung impact niya. Unfortunately, because I, I don't know, dahil siguro sa sobrang tindi ng song na yun, that all other songs na part ng OST na ito, hindi siya nag-register sa akin. Hindi siya tumatak. <laughs> yun, yung start over lang talagang tumatak sa akin. Ewan ko. Hindi ko alam. <laughs> Ako lang ata yung ganun. So yun, medyo ilalagay ko siya sa middle Kasi technically, I love the OST. I just felt that one song was too strong that the, the rest were easily forgotten. For At least for me. I don't know about you. Pag-usapan natin yan over Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Anyway, so, um, eto na. Explain ko na sa inyo kung bakit natagalan ng anim na buwan itong upload na ito. So, Okay, so first off, I just want to clarify that this is actually not really a negative thing about the series. This is not a weakness or a dislike. Pero medyo a personal disconnect siya na nangyari. And since this is a personal K-drama review, I think I have the liberty to talk about this. And ito rin talaga yung isa sa mga reason kung bakit... Um, na-delay itong podcast episode na ito. Supposedly, a week after lang, then I should be uploading this full review. But anyway, alright, so, alam nyo naman, of course, kung hindi pa nyo nahalata sa episode na ito, nakailang minutes na tayo, mahal na mahal ko si Park Sojun. <laughs> siya yung, nag-tweet ako nito, di ba? Yung uh, top 10 opas ko, siya yung number one, okay? Ngayon, syempre, as a diligent wife, di ba? A loving wife, Kung gusto mong all, everything that you say is good about your husband's ano, job, work, supportive ka nga. Parang supportive ka lang. Oh my God. Anyway, ayun, gusto kong maging supportive. However, meron kami ng konting disconnect nung character niya sa series na ito. And it's, it's a personal disconnect kasi nga, it's not my personality to be that type of person. So I'm talking about, you know, when... 
after a couple of years, di ba nag-flash forward sila to a couple of years where we see Danbam growing into a huge company. They have a building. Everyone was doing well. May mga position na sila, mga director, chief, whatever, CEO, ganun-ganun. So they were doing well. They have a lot of franchise. Now, personally, for me, ah, I'm the type of person na, yes, pwedeng nagkasala ka sa akin, pero... You know, I still find a way to give forgiveness. I don't forget, okay? I just want to clarify. I don't forget. And but yung y- forgiveness sa akin if it's if I'm doing well, if I was Park Seroy and I'm seeing Dan Bam doing well, I would have stopped there. Yun, parang okay na ako. Ayoko nang magigante. Parang I'm doing well na eh. Napakita ko naman sa mga tao na I can be good as as good as Janga. Diba? Pero, kasi yung character ni Park Soroy dito, talagang hindi. Pinush niya. Kasi talagang hindi ako titigil hanggat hindi ka lumuluhod at humahalik sa pa ako. Parang ganun. So, syempre, ako parang, okay, gusto mo pa rin nun. My love. Talaga? Hindi <laughs> nga, pero parang ganun. Yung naging atake sa akin ng series na parang nasobrahan ako sa level ng revenge niya. Kasi nga, I would have understand kung paakyat pa lang yung jang yung Danbam, di ba? Yung parang papunta pa lang sila. Pero ando na sila eh. They were already one of the top players or the one of the top companies pagdating sa mga restaurants. Yes, Janga is still an existing company. Janga is still there. But then, napakita niya na nakaya niya naman tapatan eh. But then, yun nga. Of course, this is a series. So, it's a K-drama series. It's a revenge series. So, ano nga naman? Walang kwenta naman, di ba? Kung, kung nag-stay na yun or naging satisfied na si... Si... Si na to? Si Park Seroy doon sa pagiging okay lang ng, ng Dan Bam. Siyempre, we must expect na mapabagsakin niya talaga yung Jangga. Si, si O. Jang, di ba? So, siyempre expected na yun. Kaya lang yun nga, medyo naging personal disconnect siya and takot ako na i-mention yun <laughs> na may hindi ako nagustuhan. Na medyo na turn off ako sa level ng pag ng galit na sa puso niya. Na parang, parang kasi ang nangyari is that he, he had a very slow realization about forgiveness pagdating dun sa pamilya ng Jiang. The Jiang family. <laughs> Iba kasi parang Napatawad niya yung police na kasali doon sa corruption. Napatawad niya yung staff niya sa Danbam na sige, yung nanuntok sa kanya or nanakit sa kanya nung nasa uh, kulungan siya. Napatawad niya yung mga taong yun. But then, ang very slow yung, siguro nga kasi syempre, malalim yung pain or yung sugat na binigay sa kanya nung family ng Jiang. So, syempre, yun, yung tindi nung galit niya, yung yung level ng revenge niya na bubuwis niya lahat, isusugal niya lahat, makaganti lang, doon kami nagka-disconnect. And yun yung reason kung bakit natagalan siya. Kasi parang, ikikwento ko ba? Pero mahal ko kasi si Park Zero eh. Mahal ko si Park Sojun. <laughs> so yun. <laughs> Honestly, yun yung reason kung bakit natagalan talaga siya. But then, yeah, um, everything is expected to happen, natanggap ko na rin eventually, hindi ko alam kung nagigets yung struggle ko, internal struggle ko but, but honestly, yun, yun yung reason other than that I also felt that there was no 
clear ending para dun sa transgender uh, na character and dun sa isang taga Danbam, yung gangster, yung ex-gangster. Because they were flirting which is, which is, blah, 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 with each other. Diba? They were flirting. Alatang halata naman that they had feelings for each other. Pero I felt that medyo siguro kinabahan yung mga writers ng JTBs. Hindi pa sila ganung katapang kulang pa sa kaping barako kumbaga so I felt na medyo uh, hesitant pa sila so yung medyo naging ano lang sa akin yun na parang ah I wish na, na medyo may clear ending I wish na talagang pinush nila yung love story na yun para na din ma-open up yung mga Koreans and everyone else na homophobic pa din sa panahon ngayon 2020 na di ba na True love can exist even with people na ano, di ba, straight and LGBT. My God, we don't have to talk about that anymore. It's 2020. Love is love. So yun, I just felt na it was a lost opportunity. It could have been a game changer, I would say. Kasi, di ba, saan ka nakakita ng character na LGBT na merong talagang clear na nakatuluyan. Kasi sa reply 1997, hindi rin clear. Sa 1994, nagpinagulo lang yung utak ko. Tapos, sa saan pa ba yung mga LGBT character? Sa dinner mate, hindi rin ganun kasaya yung naging ending ng LGBT character nila doon. So, I was just really hoping na Diba, finally, magkaroon na rin ng ganitong type of story and characters. So yeah, those are the things that I don't like about the series. But overall talaga, I really love Itaewon Class. And for me, this is the best series ni Park So Joon so far. Kasi talagang naipakita niya yung pagiging actor niya sa series na to. Talaga lang. Kasi parang, kuya, batag i-effort ka pa. Alam mo namang mahal na kita Charot. <laughs> anyway, if I am going to um, ra- score the series, 1 out of 10, 10 being the highest, I would definitely give this an 8.88. 8 para swerte sa business. Charot. Hindi, <laughs> honestly, yun talaga yung honest score ko dito. And... Hindi, hindi dahil sa nagiging bias ako kay Park Sojo na. Kasi kung pagiging bias lang din, binigyan ko na sana yun ng 12 out of 10, di ba? 12 kasi yung dalawang extra in behalf of our future kids. <laughs> Tinatawanan mo ako ngayon na. Pero malay mo, kahit sabi nga ni Maine Mendoza, law of attraction. Malay mo, magkatotoo, magkabangga kami ni Park Sojun sa airport, malaglag yung mga dala niyang pagahe, di ba? Tapos dalhin ko, itakbo ko, <laughs> snatcher pa lang po. <laughs> Nene, di ba? Malay mo, malay niyo, magkatuluyan talaga kami, etos ka. Huyo kayo sa akin pag kami nagkatuluyan. Anyway, so yeah, um, overall yun talaga yung score ko sa kanya. And I think this is the highest na naibigay ko sa isang non, um, non-rom-com series. Kasi sabi ko nga sa inyo, hindi ko talaga forte ang mga drama. And kung hindi nga talaga dahil kay Park Sojun, hindi ko siya papanoorin. Kasi nga ayokong masyadong heavy. Gusto ko tawa lang ng tawa. Happy lang ng happy. Kasi nga, ginagamit ko ang k-drama as an escape 
sa reality. So, bakit ko gusto yung mapanood na naman yung problema nila na pinoproblema ko din, di ba? So, anyway, that's... I guess that's also one reason kung bakit medyo natagalan ako sa pag-upload ng series na to. Anyway, kanina pa ako kaka-explain. <laughs> Alright, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or violent reactions to any of my podcast episode, feel free to contact me on any of my social media accounts. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash podcast. And on Twitter and Instagram, it's at TalksTita. Alright? And again, don't forget, mag-download kayo ng Shopback. Nakakaloka kayo. Kung hindi ka pa nag-download dyan ng Shopback, you're missing out. Order ka rin naman ng order online. Why not get something back? from all the spending nakakaloka so i'll have that link on the description all right so yeah that's it good night kids i love you bruno mars hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.